0: You're listening to the Oz TV podcast only on the Oz Network. Hello, and welcome back to the Oz
1: Network for another episode of Oz. I'm uh, so excited. Yes. Uh, well, here's Brosnan Download. Double Osso. <laughs> I forgot the name of it. I'm just so excited because this episode is all about food, 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 and fat people. Uh, so <laughs> it sums up my life pretty well. I, uh, I would be like. If you go here with this montage, I feel like. Um we're talking about Lost Steel, as you can probably tell from downloading this episode or streaming it or whatever. Um I'm sure you I'm sorry if you were trying to get a Everybody Hates Chris, is that what it's called? If, or an I'm Everybody Loves Rain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're not that podcast, but maybe if you beg us enough with peanut butter, we'll do it. Um we're talking about Lost Season 2, Episode 4, Everybody Hates Hugo, which is not true. Everyone loves Hugo. Uh, written by Eddie Kitsis and Adam Horowitz. I think they wrote all the Hugo early episodes going forward. Uh, and directed by TV's Alan Taylor. Ah. Directors, Alan Taylor, the Alan Taylor. Uh, him. Um, set on day 46 of the island. My name is Nora, and you know maybe we can sue Oceanic together then.
0: And my name is Ben, and Noah, you're about the only person on this podcast everybody loves.
1: Wow, <laughs> no comment i <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know people like the intro um, <laughs> people like colin Colin, colin Ross Jamie's okay. Nick
0: Brandy and Darvell oh, have their moments Narcoleptic guys <laughs> <laughs> Hello Darvell. <laughs> 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 Remember Perez, everybody uh, from the Survivor New Zealand episodes. He's he's pretty funny. I'm not on that
1: list. Apparently, that's a person. Uh, so, you know, there's, there's there's a few of us. I'm sure we're missing someone, but no, I can't think of who at the moment. Guy uh, this is an interesting episode. Um, it's okay, but did we really need a lost plotline about the fat guy loving food? Um, yeah. You know, this is one of those kind of filler but we get a bit of the hatch um you know 24 episodes a season you can have episodes like this uh they saved hurley really late into the last season so we're getting him early this time around um but i guess a big problem with this is the flashback as well um and as i mentioned at the end of the last episode this really is a b story plot line disguised as an a plot line like this is not this should not be the main story, like diving out food. That's not a thing. Um But that this is maybe one of the best episodes for Sawyer lines as well and has maybe my favourite Sawyer line of all all time in it, which we'll get to. So you know, it's a mixed bag. I like the they're kind of extending on the Taylor's stuff, but uh, yeah, I just I can't love this episode. It's it's just okay. It's got some bad stuff, it's got some good stuff.
0: I enjoy it, you know. Um I don't know if that's just because I am Hugo, because I'm fat, but yeah, I mean, there's some good stuff in it. Uh, we get Gin next to a guy in a chicken suit. Um, <laughs> Randy Nations is back. Um, yeah, oh, I like yeah, it. Yeah, it's <laughs> That's about what I can say, isn't it? Um, yeah, I like it. I also like Dying of the so uh, don't take my opinions of gospel. Yeah
1: um so we'll get straight into the episode um there's not a lot of backstory for this one it's just kind of one of those random episodes of lost we had the kind of introductory three and now the next few episodes before the other 48 days are kind of not bad but they're just kind of random ones um i I think you know we can do the flashback first there's only a little bit at the end that's kind of unique for flashbacks where they kind of cut it between the island and um, it's a bitch for writing notes yeah i'm like so, flashback
0: knock flashback knock flashback knock
1: well wait wait till you get to that bit in they had a bit of trouble with that when it got to chronologically lost oh, when you they end up just showing a black screen when hurley's talking because <laughs> <laughs> he's talking over the top of the flashbacks <laughs> like what are they going to do oh, just a black screen that would do it <laughs> uh so it's kind of unique they don't do that too often um But going back to the flashback, I have issues with this flashback because, yeah, it's a fun story. It's just we didn't need it. And, you know, Hurley is probably a character who only needs to have one flashback episode a season. And this flashback should have been, why was he in the mental institution? Like, we didn't need a a flashback set within numbers. Like, this is like a flashback within a flashback. It's just yeah expand his relationships a bit more, but really dave i'll get to my how loss should have been done differently, but Dave should have been a libby episode, and this should have been the one Hurley flashback, and it should have been about him being in the mental institution i just I just don't get the purpose of this one um but yeah we're basically starting off where we left with Mary Joe and the lottery, Hurley winning. <laughs> Which, uh, leads to him passing out, and we love Carmen Reyes, don't we? Yeah. She's great. Um, she's slapping him up, uh, <laughs> and he doesn't tell his mum he's like, the lot- won the lottery, and she's telling him, you need to get out more, um, and <laughs> she's saying, what, she tells him he needs to get a new car or something, <laughs> and, uh... Then the phone rings and she says, that must be Jesus calling. (laughs) Yes, it is Jesus. He wants to know what colour car you want. (laughs) Carmen is just so... Hurley's really funny. Carmen's really funny. Uh, One of the only guest characters to appear in all six seasons, so that's cool. Uh, We cut to Hurley working at Mr. Cluck's Chicken. Uh... And we have Johnny there, he's the guy you mentioned at the end of last week. Yes. He's the weird looking guy. I think his name is like DJ. DJ or
0: Qualls. I'll talk about him in a second.
1: Yeah, he is in lots of things. He's kinda of one of those faces of like, oh there's that guy. You don't forget you his really face. His he's name. a very
0: distinct look about this guy. Yeah.
1: Weasel guy. Um <laughs> so he's Johnny, Hurley's best friend. He's he's fun, I like him as well. Uh, and I've written here, Dick Randy is back! Randy Nation shaved. Dick Boss <laughs> without without his dick goatee. Uh, so Randy is back, still a boss, but this time at a chicken shack and still being a dick. Um, well, I mean, he is and he isn't because Hurley was stealing chicken. Uh, and they've got the CCTV footage. <laughs> Do you want to look at it? And he's like, what does he say? You've got to pay, you owe a six-pack. Yeah. Is that uh, an And the A3. Do you want to watch the video? Do you want to keep watching <laughs> uh, Um Which is great. So it's always fun to see Dick Randy. You can listen to our interview with him. That I'm sure has already been posted. Message um, uh,
0: him but- back, Noah. Well, he's-,
1: <laughs> he's,
0: he's waiting. waiting. <laughs> he's sitting on his computer. He's, grew- he's glued to his computer. Oh, when would that guy Sign want an interview stop.
1: with me? <laughs> Now, I don't want to give away this guy's Skype name, but it definitely has Randy Nations in the name. Seriously, can you please message me? I actually do want to interview him. So, yeah, he's... uh, So, we'll have an interview with him, maybe. But Hurley quits because he's had enough and he's won $160 million, $156 million. So, he doesn't really need to work at Mr. Clark's anymore. Um, And... Uh, Awkward situation As Johnny also quits And We've got Hurley outside with the bag And he's having a panic attack Why? You just Well he stood up for himself You $156 million Why are you panicking? Because he's probably I think it just
0: comes down to He's one of those guys That just doesn't like confrontation So he's like He's all nervous and
1: shit Um Well he does eventually give Randy a job So Uh I guess he feels bad but Johnny quits too, which is a bit awkward. Uh, but they're going to go on a day bender because they're jobless, poor bachelors who are going out all around the town, um, which makes up the entirety of this flashback. Uh, but first stop is the record store. <laughs> they're in the one-hit wonder bin. I love it when Lost does stuff. You are, all a buddy. They're singing along. Uh, uh, they don't know the lyrics. Typical one-hit wonder. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. More like suck shaft. I'm Stri- More like suck shaft. <laughs> Uh, and then we get Starla. I like Starla. Hurley's could be girlfriend. I, I, she's again, cute. I've got a bit to say about her too. Don't worry. Um. Oh, I, I can't read you. I don't know if that's a good or bad. It's a
0: very good thing. She's um. She's a very well-known person
1: from a beloved trilogy of mine. But anyway. Uh, really? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Hurley asked her out on a date, which. You know, you've been coming in here, crushing on her for months, and now you're freaking Fabio? What's got into you? Ooh, the big mystery. When will Hurley reveal it? Do we even care about anything that's happened? <laughs> um, my problem is, like, I can't necessarily hate on this flashback, because all the scenes are fun. Like, it's Hurley, they're funny. It's just like, ooh, will he turn on his best friend? Like It's just like, whatever. Uh, but he asked her out on a date. And wh- wh- who does he say is playing, like, the go-betweens or something? Um, oh, no, who? But she-, she can do Saturday. Um, So what have you got to say about Starla? Do you like Hurley's one-off, one-appearance? I was, kind of was going
0: can to... Can I talk about Johnny as well quickly, or am I only allowed to talk about Starla? <laughs> Whatever you want. Okay, Focus. well, uh, once upon a time in the West. um, I just want to say, DJ Quiles, like... um. Yeah, I mean, he's just so noticeable. He's just got such a look about him. I mean, he was what, um, I think I first saw him in Road Trip, and that was his, apparently his first ever film he was ever in. He was also in a Britney Spears film clip. And funnily enough, there's a connection to Britney Spears film clip and Survivor because our bestie, John Carroll, was also in the same film clip. So um, John Carroll in the same Britney Spears film clip as TV's DJ Qualls. There you go. Boys,
1: he was in uh, My Name Is Earl as well around this time. He was, yes. uh,
0: Supernatural, CSI. He's in Big Bang Theory. uh, Basically, every show ever. Apparently, he's in Fargo. Um, Yeah, lots of things. I mean, he's just seriously one of these people that you just—he just got that look about him. And that Breaking Bad episode where he plays an undercover cop, which (laughs) you know, he does not look like a cop. Um, (laughs) But. Yeah, I like him. And he, he's not in it anymore, but he gets referenced, doesn't he? Doesn't he like end up stealing Starla or something like that? But um Yeah, Starla. So this is um Marguerite Moreau. And she if anybody out there is a fan of the Mighty Ducks trilogy, she's Connie in the Mighty <laughs> Ducks trilogy. Uh the esteemed Connie. <laughs> Um, so I, I had mad crush on Connie when I was younger. So, um, and like, she's, she's cute. She is very cute. She's actually like 40 now. Like she definitely looks good for her age, but, um, also in esteemed movies as a little girl, such as Free Willy 2, The Adventure Home, Wag the Dog, where she played teenage girl in audience. And my personal favorite, Mighty Joe Young, where she played cabaret Girl, um, But, yeah, I I like just, you know, she is uh, the Mighty Ducks Connie. Oh, I love Connie. But, yeah, I like her. I think she's cute. I think, you know, I'd ask her out to whatever. Record store girl. Yeah. She was on the OC, for those out there who like the OC. I like the OC. She was Reed, of course she was. That's who she was.
1: I don't think this is a great flashback, but I do like the kind of introduction of Hurley's greater kind of world of his mum coming back and then meeting his slight crush and his boss and his friend. It's all fun. Um... But then later on, Hurley and Johnny are collecting garden gnomes and they're written in Randy. <laughs> cluck you in garden <laughs> gnomes in Randy's yard, which is fun. I cluck you, Randy. Um- <laughs> sorry, sorry, I had to interrupt you There's theories on
0: Stala. Starla. <laughs> oh. can I just read this word for word this is no word of a lie I will going to send this the link to you so you will see that this is at the time of recording this somebody's like I think graffiti <laughs> this page This is what it says. She's a bitch that ran off with Johnny Dickface and left you go. (laughs) (laughs) That's all it says. (laughs) Uh, Lostpedia,
1: need to get onto that. Not policing well. Yeah, bloody hell. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But cluck you, Randy. Then really bad kind of writing. Hurley gets Johnny to promise that things will never change. And fun, though, Johnny. Oh, I know what's happening. You're getting that stomach stapling surgery. Like, no, I'm not getting that. Uh, and I'll act all surprised. Like, oh, I don't even recognise you, Hurley. It's all fun. Uh, then, my biggest pet peeve for this episode, they arrive at the gas station, and there's a news crew there. For some reason, at later at night. Um, and then oh maybe someone got shot and they're running out and we see the cashier recognises Hurley and oh that's the guy that won and Johnny is like somehow mad about this and and, like the rest of the flashback is fun but this ending is terrible this is just like if my best friend even if we quit our job if my best friend 156 million dollars I'm not getting mad I'm like Oh, this is great news. And, like, for all Johnny knew, he didn't know that Hurley had known that he had won the lottery yet. And why are they there at night? And I know I'm nitpicking like crazy, but it's just like, are they even trying at this point? Like, I don't like the whole, oh, this plays in with everyone hates Hugo and he doesn't want things to change. Like, I, I, it's an interesting theme about not wanting things to change. Things people can relate to that, but no, nah, this ending is not good.
0: I don't mind it. I mean, I think it's kind of, I like the way it connects in with the, um, you know, doesn't want anything to change thing. And I kind of see Hurley's point. I mean, I've never won the lotto, but, like, I can imagine that this, you know, would change. Like, I mean, I for sure would have people who would want to use me for the money. Um, So, hello, Noah. Um, But (laughs) Dick Ben moment. Um, But... (laughs) Stop talking about yourself. But it's, yeah, I, I kind of like it. I mean, the news crew could be there. They could have just, you know, they were on the hunt for the winner and they just discovered it, like, in the oh. afternoon and it's the only time the news crew was available. So that's when they're doing the press conference. Uh, I've worked in the media now. Shut up. Um, but, like, of course you are got to recognise Hugo. He's a fat guy with curly hair. I mean,
1: he's got a distinct... Yeah, but how um... would he know that he is the winner? It makes no sense. Good point. I didn't think about that way, but whatever. I'm dumb. Like, I'm not... how many people buy lottery tickets? you like how
0: many people lose um he just remembered Hugo. He was very much in love with him.
1: Yeah, but how would he know? Oh, yeah, he's the guy who had 4, 8, 15, 16, 20, 30, 42, which were the winning well, maybe, numbers. That's him. Maybe
0: he had a, like, there's a Tats card in Tasmania. Maybe he had a Lucky Lotto card or something with his name on it. I don't know. But anyway, um, I, I like the way he gets. The thing I don't like about this whole thing, and I'm jumping ahead, is if Hugo just happens to get dynamite and gets ready to blow shit up. Like, that's the bit <laughs> no. I don't like about it. It's never explained after that. Like,. That dynamite's volatile. Does he, like, blow up like arts? Like, you know, what What if he went through with his plan? Like, well done, Hurley. Just <laughs> pull, blow all the food up. Then everyone really will um, hate you, you dickhead. But, yeah, I mean... I, yeah, then we will hate you. I'm not you. as down on it as you are, but I can see some points. I just like Starla.
1: I think it's just so lazy writing. Um, but, yeah, you know, I'm not going to say it's the worst flashback ever because it's at Michael. least fun, but... I just think this is the one that should not exist. We should have learnt why he was in the mental institution. It's kind of giving us a storyline within numbers that we didn't need. Um, So I don't think it's a very good one at all. Um, I don't know. Do you have anything to add at all on this flashback? I like Starla. (laughs) Yeah. She should have come back. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if he met her when he got off the island. Did he go back after he no, was with Dick
0: uh, Johnny or whatever that article says it left him for dick face uh, Johnny
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah I mean it's weird because I imagine Johnny would be like Oh, Hurley, did you know that you won the lottery? Rather than just immediately being like, he betrayed me. Well like, wouldn't he be like, Hurley, Hurley, it's you. You won. <laughs> did you check your ticket? Uh, if, like if this was I wouldn't Starla want him more. You, you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, she should be going after him then. But, it, I mean, I guess he has bad luck. But Well, that's,
0: I guess that's I mean, the whole he, point. He's asking her out before he goes through with the money. He's wanting to do this before the money. So, you know, like, yeah.
1: Yeah, but if you were in a car and... And I got out to see what happened and they're like, oh, that's Tim. He won $156 million. I wouldn't be like, oh, I'm not getting a ride home with Ben. I'm never talking to him again. I'd be like, Ben, check your freaking ticket. Why did we Wait, stay in
0: hey, a backpackers uh, in and We could have stayed in the Grand I, Chancellor.
1: I, I would be freaking out.
0: <laughs> not just, oh, my God. I'd be like, I'm ashamed. Ben, no, don't look at me.
1: Yeah, I would. I would be losing my mind. Like, Ben, do you have your ticket on you? Did you know? Um and then you would just lie and say, like, "Oh no, no idea. Oh
0: my god." <laughs> As if I, okay, um, Noah, you know me. If I won the money, I am not going to be doing a hurley here. I'm on social media the next minute. Oh my god, I won a million dollars! I'm so rich. Photo <laughs> of me with like money, <laughs> cling, 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 going down the bank. <laughs> with Hundred dollar bills dropping, regular Oakey throwing hundred dollar bills around. That'd be your suckers.
1: Instagram store. <laughs> Yeah, I would dread to see your Instagram. That, I'd be the media more. Um,
0: I'd be front page of the Mercury the next day. I'd buy the Mercury. Put me on the front page. I mean,
1: so true. Uh, so we're back to the island. I will give you the option again. Choose your own adventure. This is all kind of separate. Uh, do you want to do Hurley blows up food in <laughs> the hatch? Or do you want to do finding out a bit more about the tailies?
0: Let's go island first this time and the tailies last. I feel we can swap it around a bit here.
1: Okay, so we start off, uh, got a bit of reggae music playing, and we got montage of fat guy eating food. Like, it's a bit cringy, isn't it? Like, I think Lost does a good job with Hurley. Like, he's probably the most fleshed out, like, fat guy character in TV history. But, like, sometimes it's a bit full on. Like, really? So, fat guy montage, and then fun little moment of English-speaking gin. Hello, Hugo. And chicken man next to him. <laughs> yeah, so, Who uh, is that chicken man? I don't know who Chicken Man is. Um, it's not listed here in Lostpedia, but Pakistani stalker is listed here. Oh no, it is. It is <laughs> How do they know he's
0: Pakistani? It is, it is listed. Hurley is confronted by Jin, speaking perfect English, and a man in a chicken suit. You click on it; it's Muhammad. Mohammed oh, was.
1: He is it is like the same guy. Oh, Muhammad was. Oh, I didn't even. I've never put that two and two together. He's the guy at the gas station. Now,
0: now, can I just point out the obvious here? Is he actually called Muhammad in the credits, or have they just been racist here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Muhammad. Mohammed was a shop clerk. He sold the winning lottery chicken to Hurley and later appeared next to Jid, wearing a chicken suit, presumably to represent Mr. Clark. They know he's. Don't of say. <laughs> <laughs> I love how it says presumably to represent Mr. Clark's no. In one of Hurley's dreams, he blinked each time the sound of the countdown timer alarm beeped in the dream. Uh fan I've never put
1: yeah two and two together
0: of those. Two. Yeah, and it says origin Pakistani living in the United States again.
1: How do they know it's Pakistan? Man. Where was his origin? Story? Raj K.
0: Bose is the actor. Maybe um, he's like being told, okay, Raj, you will play a Pakistani. Uh, in this, there's, there's a, so on the Raj K Bose article on Lostpedia, it's got um, it's got his it's got a photo of him on set with the chicken costume. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Have you seen this? Is hilarious. Oh, no, but how can it be on set? Because it says 2002 on the picture.
0: Uh- <laughs> Well maybe this is just his chicken suit that he
1: owned. <laughs> <laughs> Raj That's why they got him because he owned the chicken suit. Then put the call out.
0: <laughs> Pakistani guy who owns the chicken suit. Come on audition for long. But,
1: but must own own chicken suit <laughs> <laughs> requirements of the job must own a chicken soup oh sorry sorry
0: where are you from oh India no sorry we need a Pakistani sorry.
1: but he's actually he's, he's Indian. not even Pakistani he's Indian so how did they get Pakistanis there's a racist person at Lostpedia
0: Bo-, Bo said previously auditioned to play Sanjay and got the part however he was forced to pull out due to a scheduling conflict who's <laughs> Sanjay <laughs> <laughs> Some other Pakistani Spoke character. It was
1: the most... worked at the motel where Kate. <laughs> oh no, he missed out. <laughs> I, I, thought, I thought, I thought, you initially said you auditioned to play the role of son. And... <laughs> yes. Oh god, how do they know he's
0: Pakistani? Let's <laughs> see. What does it say here? It does say this. Um. However, he later got the part of Muhammad, the Lostpedia interview. Raj K... Well, oh, hang on. Lostpedia has an interview with this guy. <laughs> yeah, I've got it. open. Breaking it. news. <laughs> we try and get Randy Nations. They get
1: Muhammad. Wow. Are you a diehard fan or just a casual viewer? <laughs> I certainly do. And do I have a favourite episode? <laughs> it would be difficult to pick out any favourite. I would probably say Hurley. Oh, well, that's because that's the only one you know, because that's the episode you were in.
0: There's always an interesting Um, story behind how the actors get their roles. What's yours? I had played many roles as an extra on Lost. Airlines, crash survivors on the island.
1: Maybe he was random woman. Oh, that's not what the French woman said. Oh, here we go. Here here we learn about missing out on getting the role of Sanjay. Uh, I had a role in as Indian's front desk clerk (laughs) Oh, this is just the life of all Indian actors, isn't it? (laughs) It's season one, episode twenty-two. I got the role but later discovered that on the day of the shoot I was also scheduled to teach at a marketing class at University of Phoenix. Dilemma (laughs) Although the casting agent (laughs) promised to have me a (laughs) chauffeur driven to the class from the set on time. (laughs) I did not want to (laughs) take the risk. What
0: Chris, was the casting agent untrustworthy? Oh, that's Jim. He always makes promises,
1: but he never goes I through. decided with to them. give up the role. This is so boring. <laughs> in the next season, the casting agent Margaret Dolvolsola asked me to audition for the role of the clerk, and I got the role. <laughs> this time, there were no scheduling conflicts because after the first season, I had stopped teaching. And was only teaching online. This is the most boring interview ever. <laughs> it would be my dream to have acted with Jorge and Daniel and finally it came oh. true. Wow. Oh. And look at the story.
0: Oh, so funny. <laughs> the amount of text he's written here about his, what was it was like working with Jorge and Daniel. Um, I'm, I'm curious. Did you have any more lines that were filmed but cut? It's always fun to find out what didn't make the past production. I did not have too many lines. However, I was asked to repeat them in different ways. Tones, mannerisms, facial expressions, etc.
1: Till the director was satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I'm finding this way funnier than it probably should be. <laughs> Since my face was exposed on the screen, it pretty much eliminated my chance of getting another role on Lost.
0: Oh. Unless they
1: revive <laughs> the role in Future. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I hope they do. This has been off.
1: Living on in Hawaii. I'm limited to auditioning for roles that take place on islands. I've heard that next year some major movies are being planned to be shot in Hawaii. Like Magnum P.I. <laughs> <P>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he lives the life,
0: doesn't he, Ra. I I'm sure that like oh when my- it comes to casting directors on Hawaii, yes we need an Indian slash Pakistani looking person. Like I don't I can't imagine there's that many of them. They're actors in Hawaii. Um, I'm just looking here on his IMDb page. Um, oh, he, well, hang on. No, he's, he's gone on to some success, Noah. Breaking news. Um, he was in Hawaii Five O, where he has played the following roles Funeral attendee, Alamona Academy vice principal, Hooker smoking Arab, store wine clerk, <laughs> company employee, <laughs> and tourist. Uh, and he was in Godzilla, oh my- where he played mine employee. Uncredited. He was in Aloha, where he played Afghan tribesman, uncredited.
1: Oh, my God. This is where you need to say he was in Godzilla, where he played Brian Cranston.
0: (laughs) Well, hang on. Oh, no, that's lost. Never mind. I was about to say, he he played another role of Pakistani store clerk, but apparently that's what he's listed there. He was in Flirting with Forty. He played Honolulu Airport Passenger, uncredited. Every single one of his roles is uncredited. Lost is literally the only role he's ever beaten in which he got a credit. Like, legitimately. On his IMDb page, every episode or movie he's been in, he has not been credited, except for Lost.
1: Wow. Well, I, I love the bullshit that the casting agent told him. Like, oh yeah, you've been on the show once, so we can't have you back. There are so many extras on this show who show up as different characters. So they're like, oh no, sorry, Rob. Uh, Shah, you can only play one character, on lost. And then he sees old Mary show up for the fourth time as a different character. I'm like, what?
0: Wow. Um,
1: but yeah, now we know the life story of Raj. I reckon we could get him on the show. I mean, he gives a great interview. <laughs> He, he does give a good interview. It's been my lifelong <laughs> dream to work with Jorge oh, hey Garcia.
0: Don't you say Some people want to work with Brad Pitt and Julia Roberts and George Clooney. I just wanted to work with Jorge Garcia. <sighs> oh,
1: I'm sorry, I've lost it. <laughs> This is too funny. Uh, and I, I love that the role of Sanjay, the motel clerk in season one, had to be played by an Indian person. Yeah. But motel clerk couldn't be played by a white person. Damon Lindelof are all like, no, <laughs> I envision him as Indian from the subcontinent.
0: <laughs> no, he's too white. No. And his, his replacement Anush
1: Yagut. Ah. The esteem. So, on the day, he had a skin conflict, so they got Anosh Coop. It says here, this is his first known acting role. So, so he was just on the island. They're uh, like, quick, you look Indian. <laughs> i on the way, I'm just on holiday from Calcutta. Just get in No, hotel. get on, you've got to play hotel club, Motel Club. It has to be Indian. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, that was rash. Uh, go to his period to see his fight with the chicken. <laughs> Oh my god, this is my favourite guy ever. And this is him who goes, Hurley! Um, when it's like Kate's voice. Hurley! Um, anyway, let's get through some of this episode because we've going on for so long with him. Uh, we have English speaking, no, Hurley, you're speaking Korean. And Hurley's speaking a bit of Korean. And then, have a cluckety-cluck-cluck day, Hugo. And then, Raj, Hurley! But it's Kate's voice and he's woken up. It was all a dream. <laughs> Jin is not really there speaking English. Um, I imagine there were some viewers like, how did Jin get there? And oh my God, he speaks English. I, I you know? was more
0: intrigued by the fact that when Hurley's there going through the boxes of food, that he's just got plates of like meat and vegetables already prepared and thinking like, dude, yeah. how has he uh, been sitting in that cupboard for how long? Like-
1: <laughs> yeah, and they would have been cold as well, that steak. It's like, ugh. Um, so moving after that, Charlie is such a dick this week in so many scenes. Uh, Charlie wants to know what's in the hatch. Um, he's being a big dick about the lottery winning and, uh, oh, and I made a chocolate lollipops or whatever, and I'm going to fly off this island. Like he's being such a dick this week and Hurley doesn't want to tell him what's in the hatch. Uh, we have Rose doing laundry Rose is back. I wonder why they've got her back for this random episode. Well, stay tuned. Um, Rose doesn't care what's in the hatch, she's just Rose, she does her laundry. That's your business, I love Rose. Yeah. I mean, even till the finale, they just don't want to get involved, they don't care, they're just here, chilling, doing laundry. Uh, but there's a washing machine, so he takes it to the hatch, he won't tell Charlie, but he's going to take Rose to do laundry. Um, She's just so confused by the hatch, and then Jack shows up, I love Rose here, hello Jack! Yeah. He's kind of in the background, hello Rose. Jack's a bit annoyed. Jack that and Rose. Rose. Titanic's
0: yeah. Jack and Rose. <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: That's I all I I'd say. say. Uh, no, she's cool, <laughs> man. She won't I
0: I like, I like um, her line when she says,
1: uh, don't tell anyone. I don't even know what I would say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've written here and, you know, it's been maybe five days since I watched this episode so I've just written here Claire being annoying in the water yeah well Claire's
0: just chilling <laughs> on the
1: beach being like, she's not even talking and she's annoying she's just
0: walking on the beach all smiling and happy but was there something she did or just, she finds a bottle I've the, just written here no, Claire being annoying literally yeah no like, I've like, written that after but before I just got a look on her face I'm with you she's just like you're just looking at Emily the and going ugh Claire
1: I mean you know I've never loved Claire but I've always found her fine but this re yeah. Sucks. So my bottle! My bottle! But see finds of the bottle from the raft. Yep. Uh Yep. Hurley's job is to inventory food. Um, Can you hear me?
0: I am. Hello. Hi, I'm Ben. I'm on the Oz Network. Can you hear me? Hello? Hello. Hello.
1: Oh, did I cut out?
0: You're, you're fine. <laughs> we're, we're all listening.
1: Oh. <laughs> I was talking about Hurley inventorying the food, and you're like, Yes. <laughs> I'm very excited. for early inventory the food. All right. So Hurley has to inventory <laughs> the food. Yes,
0: <laughs> yes, yes. Professionalism of the They
1: want Adam's our only fan. Hello, Adam. Are you listening? And <laughs> divvy it up. Like, of course, get the fat guy. Hurley, your job. Deal with the food. I mean, can you really trust him? Um, Apollo bars. Ever heard of these? Well, we did have about 15 more of them, but they shoved down Kate's pants at the moment. Kate's about to have a shower, and as she pulls off a jean. She's just licking chocolate from a crutch crotch. It's like, ooh, that bit's not chocolate. Who cares? Mmm, Apollo bar. I mean, that's why we know now she's having the shower. Um, (laughs) We have Rose talking about Bernard. Oh, I wonder why she's mentioning Bernard in this episode. Well, we'll find out soon. Rose believes that Bernard is fine. And is this when Hurley's like, oh, but he was in the uh, tail. Like, so awkward, Hurley. Yeah. Um, And she has that look on her face.
0: I was like, bitch, please. uh, (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh, Hurley is scared that everyone will hate him when he has to div up the food. Fair enough, but not fair enough to be an eight plot line of this episode. Uh, Kate runs in. Hurley, where's the shampoo? Grabs it. just Dick Kate moment. Like, oh, Kate, you can't. That's just one bottle. That runs out
0: Let's be honest I'm I'm Hurley. there Like if I've got Evangeline Lily Coming in wanting shampoo And I don't have a shower I'm just letting her have it
1: <laughs>
0: Yeah uh, So now
1: she's trying to she's, I think she has to shampoo downstairs Because there's chocolate crumbs <laughs> Well can
0: everywhere. we just Can we just point out a few things here That like you know these guys have been on the island for how many days? 40-odd days right now. So, like, you know, they stink. They've been washing themselves in salt water. Uh, the first time, I mean, we, we watch Survivor. We know what it's like when they get a reward challenge, when they've got to do this, that, and everything else. And it's not like they've had shaving kits or anything. She's a bit bushy in places. So, like, you know, she's she's got, got a lot to
1: clean, Noah. <laughs> I mean, they may have had shaving kits, but, um, yeah, <laughs> definitely not. Definitely not. Uh, swimming, but the shower was cold anyway, like uh, glass half empty. Kate, yeah, I don't like I do like I read um, like, one thing though, I, I really randomly like Kate this
0: episode. I just kind of like how they've just put in this just random Kate wanting a shower. Like, great, we've got showers, yeah,
1: walks in, walks out. Yeah, and no, um, I like
0: it when we get the shower scene like they're on when Jack kind of see like fair enough, he has no idea there's a shower there, and he just kind of like walks in and they mildly
1: flirt. No, <laughs> yeah.
0: but yeah. I like Kane um, this episode. She's only in it for two seconds, but it's
1: funny. Uh, yeah, but we should have saw the shower. Yes, um, we should have. This, this is I HBO. Promise, <laughs> I, yeah, we'll get a full-on scene. I promise not to wait five episodes between watching and recording next time, uh, but I've written here, Gummy Joe looking at fruit. <laughs> um,
0: is, is, this is where he's eating uh, a I guess lemon, was isn't it? a seed it? of him just checking out fruit. Is, um, is this where he picks, he picks a lemon up, and this is where Charlie's I, I, hiding. I
1: he's don't don't it, or, yeah. Yeah, this is when Charlie's been following him, but I've just written Gummy Joe looking at fruit. (laughs) Um, But Charlie's been following Locke. Charlie wants some sodding asses. um, And Gummy Joe Locke's just, okay. (laughs) What do you want to know? I I love that. I love just love Locke. Locke. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What what do you want to know? These two have an interesting relationship this season. Um, We kind of get our mythology kind of expanding on the hatch a bit, where Saeed's inspecting the hatch. Uh, There's more concrete on the other side of the door. Jack shows off the magnetic pool, the boner key. Um, The Saeed wants to go underneath the hatch. Um, We might as well talk about whatever else here. Jack and Saeed under the hatch. There's a generator, so that's how the... There's power. He said, last time I've heard of concrete like this was Chernobyl, Mm. which, I mean, you know, there's... I like the kind of hints early on, because what will kind of be the incident is an atomic bomb in a way. So hydrogen bombs, you know, I don't think they had that necessarily planned, but it's fun to look back on and see how well it plays out. Uh, then they hear a noise And that's Kate in the shower. Um, <laughs> and as you mentioned, Miles flirting between Jack and Kate. Which is actually, and then we should point out, Dick, it's
0: actually good. Like, it's, this is actually quite good chemistry oh, yeah. between the two at this point. Like, Jack's little smirk and Kate's little smirk. Like, this actually is a, quite a good, mildly flirting scene.
1: Is, is Jack Shepard just the smelliest man alive? Because, do you remember in the... Season 2, episode 1, in the premiere, Sarah's like, you smell? He's like, I had a shower. He's like, well, you still smell? Well, in this one, Kate's like, it's a shower. You could use one. <laughs> all, the, all the women are just telling Jack he smells all the time.
0: no, Noah, Noah, don't you know that's how women flirt with attractive men? It's just their way of, you know, wanting to get into their pants. Oh, you smell. Mm. You smell. <laughs> Happens to me all the time. So, you know. Uh, so,
1: yeah, nice little scene. And Jack, you could use a shower. Um, a nice little kind of fleshing out with the hatch and the magnetic pool and stuff. Just seeing a bit more of it come in. That's what we're interested in at this point. Um, but Locke tells Charlie everything about the hatch and everything. Uh, and Charlie, oh, is there peanut butter? Yeah, a couple of jars. Uh, are you thinking what I'm thinking, Locke? Um, yes, I am B2. Never mind. What's the <laughs> uh, Is there peanut butter? A couple of jars. And then... Uh, you know, Charlie says here, you know, peanut butter, staple of children everywhere. <laughs> I've written here in brackets. Not Australian. No. <laughs> Claire is the only Australian who likes peanut butter. <laughs> it's not the staple of children everywhere, Charlie. <laughs> don't you know that Australians hate peanut butter? And, and don't butter, you know apparently. that in modern
0: society, parents can't give children peanut butter because they might be allergic and die. <laughs> so, just no. Oh,
1: now I want peanut.
0: Yeah, so do I.
1: Um, but I... You know, it's it's not like an important plot line, but I kind of like how they bring this peanut butter, this random nothing plot line from season one full circle. I think it's kind of cool. Yeah, I like it
0: too. I think um, I remember when we talked about it, and I think like, oh, well, you know, we'll obviously get like a, a bit of a, you know, a payoff with this. So yeah, I'm with you. I like the fact they bring it back.
1: Uh, but Hurley's not giving up any of the food, and Charlie's being a dick. Um, Charlie Charlie's horrible in this episode, and pretty much all of season two season two is not a good run for charlie
0: i like charlie Uh, but i would definitely agree with you with
1: that (laughs) season season. one the first half season three the second half season two uh -uh, not for charlie um we have claire and shannon who bring the bottle to sun um hurley gets mad at Locke. um he's talking about how everyone's gonna hate him and he's talking about all the food, and he's like, you can't have peanut butter. Uh, I have to tell the, the, Charlie that you can't have peanut butter for the cute blonde and her island, baby. <laughs> that was a great line. Uh, and Hurley wants to quit the job, and <laughs> Locke just says no. Yeah. Uh, sorry, you can't quit. We all have jobs. Like, what happens Dick Locke. What happens if he does? What are you going to do, fire Locke? Locke's turning into Randy. <laughs> Randy's rubbing off on him. Yeah. Um, dick Locke. He should know more than anyone about dick bosses. Sorry, Hugo, you can't quit. Uh, so, as you mentioned earlier, what's Hurley's solution? He's going to blow up the food. This is just so dumb. He gets the dynamite. He's going to blow up. In in doing so, probably will blow up Rose and the hatch <laughs> and himself. He's a suicide um, bomber. <laughs> what does he say? Is like Rose is trying to stop him. And, you know, uh, so someone wants potato. And Steve gets potato chips. <laughs> I love how he said that. And uh, Kate gets shampoo. <laughs> Just, I love Steve mention here. Um, should have been Scott. Uh, Hurley doesn't want to be hated because of this job.
0: Uh, Can I just, can I just uh, really to
1: interrupt you here? I just love how that says on
0: Lostpedia, with heartfelt vigour, Hurley says a distribution (laughs) of food will cause rifts in the group.
1: (laughs) That's going to be our new phrase for emotional moments. Heartfelt vigour. It's so dumb. I mean, this episode is not the worst episode of Lost, but the whole blowing up. I know Hurley is kind of crazy. I'm not crazy, but this is just dumb. I don't know if you, you've already mentioned it, but if you've got anything to add, I just... I, I. adamantly hate this plot line of Hurley's going to blow up the food. Yeah. It's just so dumb.
0: I'm um, yeah, I'm like I just don't like the blowing up. I mean, I'm not as down as the old stuff that's coming. I like the way it's edited. I like the way it cuts between it. It's annoying as fuck for people writing notes about it. But um <laughs> Yeah, I mean the, the, the one thing that I mean because we get more dynamite later on, don't we? Like this isn't forgotten about this black rock dynamite, but it just—I swear—it gets forgotten about the, uh, you know, the, the how fragile this stuff is. So you know, like it's kind of like oh, remember when arts blow up? No, nobody. All right, cool. Let's just move this around. So uh, what happens to this dynamite afterwards? Does Rose pick it up and just
1: swing it around and blow up? Like I mean,
0: I don't know. Like yeah, I don't. I don't particularly like this bit. Mistake it for an Apollo bar, no, shove it yes. down her pants. That's something else that she might haven't used in a while in the shower. But like, ah, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 yeah, yeah, you thought about it too. Um, but I'm sure Dharma Initiative made them. Um, but <laughs> Desmond was alone for a long time. Welcome to
1: Station Two.
0: <laughs>
1: you insert this. <laughs> He's <laughs> <laughs> working shifts. Uh, this is where you place the Dumber <laughs> Initiative branded deal, though.
0: Um, yeah, I've got nothing else to, you know, say. It's stupid. Because <laughs> what are the ramifications again? Hurley is not see- thinking this through again. Blows up Rose, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, like- he- his whole thing is I'm not crazy. Well, I'm not buying it, Hurley. Hmm. Yeah. This is
0: a complete act of a madman. And then does everybody at this point, when they later find out that there was food, Hurley was the one who blew it I mean, you've seen Lord of the Flies, like how you know, everybody gets angry at this shit. And then poor old Kate's got to be the melted chocolate in a crotch. So everybody's going around licking Kate's crotch, and not in the way that she initially wanted to, just to get some chocolate. Like, you know, these people are desperate.
1: Is Kate trying, you know, that kind of age-old thing for girls? Like, yeah, I'm going to rub a bit of peanut butter there and, (laughs) you know, get the dog or the cat. Wow. Um, cat?
0: Really? Cat? (laughs) I thought it was a dog thing, but okay. Um, Oh, I don't... I I mean, I I, I can't say I've
1: ever tried it, so I don't know the rules. Have you ever had a cat lick you? It's kind of rough. It would hurt, but, like... (laughs) I mean, I've, I've definitely never done that, but wouldn't you be scared of... Don't dogs bite?
0: The Oz Network talking about the methods (laughs) of bestiality. Since um, this is even a nip tuck, and we're talking about bestiality, fair enough. Um, (laughs) You call it bestiality? Are you trying to tell me something here? That's how it's like spelled. It's it's (laughs) technically pronounced bestiality, not bestiality.
1: I think you're just—that's a Freudian slip. Sure, if you want to say um... so. You've moved on from kids into anime. <laughs>
0: wow, wow, wow. Yeah. See, like, you can edit, geez,
1: edit, that edit that out. Jesus
0: Christ! I think that's the state of the episode. It's like Noah just no, like this is putting not, dick not moments. Not the age in. To be joking about
1: that stuff.
0: Move on, move on.
1: <laughs> it's not the age. Emily to be is of about age, people... Noah. So leave her out of this. Uh, I'm sure people have probably forgotten about the whole being um, by the time this is and I know people are going to be like oh how could you say that but I mean that's just the way the world works people probably will forget about this all happening oh. anyway
0: <laughs> don't know what you're talking about but anyway move on <laughs>
1: we talked so much about I'm talking about Kevin Spacey and everyone else in Hollywood I'll leave Kevin alone um <laughs> <laughs> what? what do you mean leave Kevin alone <laughs> he's a kiddie
0: fiddler proven and he was 14 so <laughs> he wasn't a kid he was a teenager you I uh, uh... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> move on. Get on with the episode. Wow.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, this will be the last episode <laughs> Uh, just uh, the views stated by the hosts on Oz Network do not necessarily reflect all of the hosts on the Oz Network. Let's again so go back to that opening line
0: in- I gave that uh, you're the most beloved on this uh, podcast. There's a reason.
1: Yeah. Anyway, let's... i am you here. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, so, at the end, Hurley says to, to Jack, the inventory won't work, and for once, Jack's listening to someone else. He's like, okay, do what you want to do. And I don't know if I agree with Hurley's plan of divvying out the food like this, of just giving it to everyone. I think it would have worked better to have an inventory, but um, he does what he does. Claire finally gets a damn peanut butter. Uh, <laughs> Locke loves cookies <laughs> <laughs> there's like a little scene of Locke getting a box of cookies and he's so happy <laughs> Locke, Locke that's his kryptonite cookies that he loves trap. cookies gummy <laughs> uh, Locke's ideal perfect date is playing mousetrap with Helen and eating cookies um, <laughs> sounds lovely that actually sounds like a good night uh, to me yeah uh, want, want to play mousetrap and eat some cookies who, who you would
0: you rather have Terry O'Quinn or Katie Seagal tough choice
1: Oh, that is a tough... That's like a hard, like, would you rather... That's Um, like, knock
0: on your door right now. Katie Cigar, Terry O'Quinn, they've got a box of cookies and a mousetrap board game. Mousetrap. And whoever you don't choose goes to Ben's house.
1: (laughs) Uh, I think I'm going to take Terry. Sorry, Katie. I'll
0: take Katie. We'll just drive over to your house anyway. So, there you go. Problem solved.
1: Uh, There we go. Problem solved. (laughs) Son buries the bottle uh, and... Oh, I forgot to check whether or not which her ring is. You kind of, you kind
0: Shit. of missed out on the whole. Son gets told the bottle scene, but cool. <laughs> I mentioned... Did you? I wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> I have written here on my notes. Oh, hi, son. Son in the garden. Hi, son. Shannon and dog. I found Did something in the water. It, you...
1: I mentioned that. Did you do a donut?
0: I just, yeah, I was.
1: I was just uh, sleep mid podcast. Apparently, um... narcoleptic. All the third watch hosts are just narcoleptic. <laughs> you know. There's a reason behind that. Um. Anyway. Yep. Uh that's lost. Can we get him on? Do we, Do we not want to talk? <laughs> with... <laughs> what are can you, you
0: lost? Not the hear plot? Me? What are you doing?
1: Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Can you not hear me? <laughs> you don't hear anything I just said?
0: You did. You said that's lost. The end. And I'm like, did we not miss the the tiger cage
1: stuff? After that. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think I must have cut out. No, you're good. Talk about it. Keep going. I said, does Darnell watch?
0: Dorvel. Darvel. He says Darvel. <laughs> I forgot his name. Oh, different. Darnell,
1: Darbell, doorbell, doorbell. <laughs>
0: don't, don't. He doesn't like that.
1: Uh, <laughs> um, <A> start again. <laughs> what is? So the plane everything? crashes
0: on the beach. Jack wakes up. There's a dog in the jungle. Um, Wait, let's... <laughs> I don't think he does. Watch Lost. Noah, no, I know.
1: Uh, I just wanted more hosts to fall asleep on me. Let's move into um, <laughs> down in the cage pit. Uh, I love Sawyer has so many great lines this week. He's talking about when Rambina and her buddies, <laughs> Rambina, that's such a clever one. Uh, he's he's such a pop culture know it all, isn't he, Sawyer? Um, he's talking about her and her buddies come down. He's going to get her. Um, Sawyer has given up. Um, Echo, oh, because Jin's like, escape, escape, get out. Sawyer's given up. Echo throws the rope down. He's going to let them out. we're like, ooh. So we learn that... I guess we're learning now that Echo is not another, but he's a tailey. Uh So Michael and Gina are climbing up. And Lucy will shoot Sawyer if he doesn't climb up the rope. And what does he say? Oh, well, you've, I know you've only got one bullet. <laughs> she just throws a rock at him. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a great moment. And then he says, you want me hot lips? You're going to have to come down and get... And then... Probably my favourite all-time Sawyer moment of all time. You're going to have to come down and get uh, door of the pit closes, screen goes black. Bitch. (laughs) (laughs) It is so good. I still remember that fondly from when I watched it the first time. You want me, Hot Lips? You're going to have to come down and bitch. Cut to commercial. (laughs) So good. I could watch that over and over. That needs to be like a gif. (laughs) Sounding I... Such a great moment. Um, but later on, Echo comes back to Sawyer. We have the introduction of Libby. Oh. Uh, we all learn that they were on the plane too. I like Libby. I, lo- like Libby? I love Libby. This makes me sad. Dang. She's one of these ones, though, that like,
0: it's kind of like we were talking about Third Watch with Tatiana. Like, you love the character, but you know what happens to them, so you just feel sad
1: when you see them. And it's kind of even more sad seeing, like, she, she kind of gravitates to Michael the most out of these three. she's kind of <laughs> hot.
0: Is, is it just me or is she kind of hot? That's, the, that's just... She's got the island hot. That's the alarm on. going off. I don't know if you heard that. Uh, just say, don't say that she's hot, Ben. But I think she's hot. I, I like Libby. I'd, I'd go there.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know on Survivor, some of them kind of get island hot. Yeah. She's like that. Um, tortured by the others hot, she's got going on. Um... So, yeah, we learned that they were on the plane, too, and a great line. Sawyer's on fire this week Swell. Looks like we can sue Oceanic together then. <laughs> um, I've written here Anna being a bitch. Uh, she's <laughs> Just still, write that in every scene she's in. <laughs> uh, and they're all heading out. Um, so this is when we have Libby. She tells Michael that 23 survived in the tail section, but we don't know that they're not here at the moment. Uh, Echo is checking on to make sure Sawyer's alright so now we know they're not others and they're tail section survivors. Were you disappointed or do you think that was a neat twist of, oh no, they're not others but there's a whole other people on there I think it's a good who twist. Survived
0: the crash. I think it's a great twist and I think yeah. kind of when we get to a couple episodes and we get that other 48 days, I, I loved it um, and I yeah. kind of think just like what we talked about last season about how, you know, this is going to come back and just the little references like with Rose and obviously like as you were saying, why is she in this episode, I wonder. But um yeah, I mean, like that scene at the end when we see Bernard, I'm just like, oh, you just get so happy about it that Rose was right and things like that. And, um, yeah, because, I mean, I was trying to think about it. is this the episode where we, I think it's the next one, isn't it? Where we see them walking past with the feet and the bear. But, like, it's, um, we, we only really have seen the others, like, completely, haven't we? Once, and that was on the boat, on the raft. Like, we, that's still, like, with this reveal, we've never really seen the others except for the, you know, guys on the boat. So. <laughs> Jesus, what? Ethan. Oh, true. Right, yep, him. <laughs> uh, but like it's still kind of because 'cause wasn't I know I guess we'll talk about this later on when we get more of the others, but weren't the others initially written as like these sort of like living off the land, creepy bush people, but then they were kind of everyone was complaining that they were like lived in a society and stuff like that, so Yeah, I mean, it's kind of... I don't know where I'm going with this, but I'm just saying, Like, no, I wasn't disappointed because I think it was a good twist. Anyway, Ben, going on again.
1: Yeah, I just hate myself for not even ever guessing. I never even thought about the idea that there could be survivors of the tail section, but apparently there is. Um, And we have... Oh, no, not quite yet. Um, So they're heading out... uh, The... Sorry, it's a misunderstanding. And uh, sorry, it's so on oh, fire this week. It's when you bring me lemonade instead of iced tea. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, I love. Uh, then they say we're here. And then another great sorry, sorry this is one of his best episodes. They arrive at the kind of the, the cliff and he they say we're here. And he says, what are you going to do? beamers up, <laughs> uh, which is so good. Uh, but they're actually, there's another station! Dun, dun, dun. They arrive at the Arrow station, um, which we see them find in the other 48 days. Now, the Arrow is... They did make a, a film for it. We never, I think, but we never actually see much about the Arrow. Like We don't learn it, but basically, it is station number two, and this was, uh, the purpose of it was the development of defense strategy so that being the others so this was kind of almost military based thing but it's since been abandoned um, so it's kind of cool that already we get to see them really expanding the kind of the mythology and history of the island here um, so then they arrive at the arrow station they walk in and <gasps> who could it be TV's it's Kimberly Joseph TV's Joseph <laughs> Cindy is Yay! back! We missed her! It's been since, what, episode two? Since we, or episode three since we've seen her, but she's back! Yay! She's been living with yeah. Ian Somerhalder
0: waiting for her next role.
1: Yeah, I mean, let's not get too hung up on the idea that she was in the middle section of the plane when it crashed. We saw that, so there's no way she could be here. I like the idea that they put a familiar face in there, um... You know, it doesn't really make sense, but I think it's cool that they had a recurring character come back.
0: I agree. And plus she's T Kimberly Joseph, so who gives a shit to where she was in the play she deserves to come back.
1: Yeah, and she's she's one of the few characters that survives the entire show. She shows up in season three, six and two, so uh lots of TV's Kimberly Joseph. She's a big star. Um so um, then um what was his name? Muhammad DJ I've got his name already. <laughs> jb Arsh, raj <laughs> uh so then michael says 20 uh i thought you said there were 23 in libby there were uh, this kind of the first thing of something crazy went on here and episode five and six they kind of hinted it where you're, you're kind of thinking what the hell happened to them um and we get that in the other 48 days and then my last note here written on this notepad is Bernard is white. <laughs> <laughs> it It is a bit dumb how they play that up. as like, oh, my God, you didn't see that coming. But it is kind of a touching moment when he comes over and he's like, was there an African-American woman, Rose? Uh, what does, sorry, say, like, black chick in her 50s or something? Um, so that's sweet. Bernard and Rose are going to be reunited. It's really nice. I love their relationship. Uh, so now we're introduced to all the Taylors. I like um, it when he and and he's
0: it. got that little emotional look in his face. When she he kinda of says like, Yeah, yeah. she's alright, he just look the way he looks like, no, oh, good on you. Oh. I excited for the reunion. Yeah. And like I mean I like the whole I think we did go over it a little bit, didn't we, when we had Rose like Plot twist, he's white like, Oh, yeah. multiracial relationships are still shocking in two thousand and five. Ooh. Like it gives a shit. I think
1: they play that up too much, but it's still a nice scene.
0: I mean, are we meant to think that Mr. Echo is Bernard or something like that? When he says, like, um, <laughs> you know, I'm Mr. Echo, Bernard Echo. Like, I mean, I don't know. Like, is that what they're meant to imply? But, yeah.
1: Um, so, just a bit of trivia. I'd never pick on this. Walt's face can be seen on the milk carton that Hurley drinks from during his dream sequence stated missing. Oh. That's kind of cool. i never pick on that. Um a bit of trivia about Chernobyl, <laughs> who cares? Um, this episode is rated TV 14. Uh, this is the first uh, episode that Adewale Akanawa Akabaji joins as a main star. Don't worry. In our,
0: in our Suicide Squad recap, we just called him Mr. Echo, so...
1: Triple <laughs> <laughs> yeah, AAA. Oh, I love him. him. <laughs> I
0: love Mr. Echo, and I love... Triple uh, I mean, I think I saw him in something else yeah. besides Suicide Squad as well, but yeah, Miss Echo is one of my like all time favourite characters. I love the shit yeah. out of Mr. Echo.
1: He's great, and we'll talk a lot about him, but I don't like Triple A's uh, decision on leaving Hawaii, but I do like him as an actor. Um, I think he kind of screwed up the show a bit, but it is what it is. Uh, interesting here, William Blanchett plays the role of Baby Aaron in this episode, ah, right. which is not important, except for the fact that. He will actually play the toddler Aaron like three years later, which is kind of we talk about good consistency. Lost, they freaking got the baby that was Aaron here as a toddler back to play. Uh, Aaron, which is kind of cool. Well, they do that. Um, um is he a twin? Because I know like it's an
0: ongoing thing in like when they hire babies uh, and children actors, they always get like a twin. Like that's why the Olsen twins kind of, you know, got famous and that. But um, I mean, I know in our Nip Tuck coverage, we sort of talked a lot about that when they had baby Wilbur. They used the same baby even like later on when it came back grown up. So like, yeah, like it's it's clever when they do that in TV shows.
1: I don't. I don't know if it's necessarily a twin, but I think they probably just had lots of errands, and he was one of them. I'm just trying to see if he um, has he grown up since and been in stuff. No,
0: he's only been in Lost. So William Blanchett yeah, so he would be, would be, he would be 12 a, now, 12, 13, a teenager now, 12, 13. But uh, <laughs> let's get him on the show.
1: Are you allowed to interview? 13
0: I mean I probably wouldn't be able to But you (laughs) Good call (laughs) Better steer clear of that one Uh,
1: Um This is kind of interesting This episode features The shortest flashback scene 10 seconds long Um Oh, this is a great trivia. here. This is the only episode in which Jin speaks English without a thick Korean accent. Oh, really? Thank you for that. Um, yeah, so that's the trivia for this one. Um, questions and answers. I had one question, no answers. Did you have anything here? Um,
0: no, I'm just I'm just reading the other trivia here on. The, cause uh, do you ever read the IMDb trivia? Because uh, there's, a, there's a sometimes different trivia on there. Um, first episode of season two and one of the few episodes in the series to contain every actor currently billed as starring. Um, oh, that's a- there you go. Uh, you've got the milk one there, Randy Nations. Um, Tito, Hugo Ray's grandpa, is portrayed by Archie Ahuna. Ahuna was a series special effects supervisor and is not an actor. He's first appeared. In, He's not in this episode, uh, is According to IMDb, it is. Ben! Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, Jin is notable in the only major character who is perfectly unable to speak English before arriving on the island in the Dream sequence in the episode. Jin speaks false American English as actor Daniel Day Kim grew up in Pennsylvania. In actuality, it was practically. A, we know this stat, IMDb. Why is this on this episode and not like the first one? But
1: um, Not even a true yeah. sheriff. <laughs>
0: Well, Noah, 22 out of 22 people found it interesting, so... (laughs) That's according to IMDb. (laughs) Some people on IMDb have no life. Like, seriously? Uh,
1: Um, What was the question? Uh, Do I have any questions? Um, No. I just said, what happened to the other tailies? Because she said there were 23.
0: Oh, okay. So, uh, do we, we answer the what happened to the other half of the plane question? Do we have that question,
1: or...? Was that a question? I'll, I'll go
0: back in a second. if
1: it was a question. Let me if it, it
0: was, then we answered it. What but. happened to the other tailies? Oops, help with my spell. Uh, I swear we had that as a question.
1: Um, I don't think we had it. Oh, uh, we
0: did. Episode really one. Question. Episode, one question. Episode one, we had three questions. Why did the plane crash? What happened to the tail section?
1: What is the monster? Oh, so there we have it. And also... And so, that's- so if we said this show never answers anything, those three questions get answered in season two. So. All
0: right, so let's just cross out. Well, kind of with the monster. Let's, in a way, let's cross it out, uh, and then yeah, we have that done. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. All right, cool. All right, so let's move on to rankings. rankings. What are you going to do for this episode, Ben?
0: Um, I'm going to rent it. Um, I mean, I, I I like this episode probably more than you do. Um, but I mean, it's not worth a buy. I mean, the dynamite story alone is pretty dumb. <laughs> um, but, you know, there's still some enjoyable stuff in it that I would, you know, watch this again. But it's probably a low rent, middle to low rent. Um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't be in this one. I don't think it's a terrible episode. I, I get some enjoyment out of this episode. So,
1: yeah. Yeah, I'm probably going to do a low rent for this one. I mean, it's not... It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not I enjoy the Taylor stuff a lot. The flashback can be fun, but I still think they shouldn't have had it. You could cut this flashback. Um, I just think the plotline should not be a main plotline. What do we do with the food? It should just be a background plotline. But there's definitely some fun moments. Sawyer is on fire this week. Uh, Carmen's great. And it's always fun to have Hurley. Uh, But, you know, Hurley doesn't have a lot of great episodes. Numbers is really the only classic Hurley episode. Uh, But this isn't not going to be the worst early episode of the season, so um, it's fine, it's just not as good as kind of the first and third episode where lots was happening, now it's kind of back into regular pace, but yeah, it's a rent for me cool um, next up is dot dot dot, and found, or lost and found, remember Ben? in translation, lost <laughs> I, in I translation. kind of got this one, but anyway, thanks <laughs> um, I mean I think we read this out two or three weeks ago that this was considered one of the worst of all time or something, and, you know, I'm not going to come in absolute defending this episode. Like, it's it's fine. It was entertaining enough. I like Son of Jin, but it's far from that worst, like, worst 10 or whatever it's in. Like, there's some good stuff going on here. It's just, it's not a classic. Um, six, it's what I call a chess piece. Six worst episodes. Yeah, it's definitely not the... <laughs> See, I'm telling you right now, I'm not binning this episode. It's not the sixth worst episode of lost. It's it's entertaining enough. It's just nothing special. It's just an unmemorable episode. Apparently but, IMDB um, users
0: think whatever the case may be is a better episode than this.
1: No. <laughs> um, yeah, I call it episodes like this, a chess piece episode where its kind of purpose is to move from point A to B without really developing things. It's just pushing the story forward. Um... It's fine. It's just, it's one of those kind of random episodes that you don't really think about as good or bad. It's just there. But there's definitely some good stuff. So I feel like I almost have to defend it, not because it's great, but just because it's not the sixth worst episode of Lost.
0: I I, yeah, I mean, I kind of watched it and was like, eh, eh. you know, like, uh, yeah, I wouldn't say that, I remembering the other ones that I remember, that it was a, a worse show, a uh, worse episode than some of the other ones I remember. So, um, yeah, but I mean, I kind of nothing it. It's kind of just like, eh, you know? So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I I don't think I'll be in it either, but, you know, we'll see. Our minds might change. They have before, so who knows?
1: I kind of thought you would defend a bit more just because you love Son well, and I, Jim. Well, I love
0: Son and Jim, but the storyline's kind of a just bit like, you know, we see how it's they meet, and I don't like—I don't like one. the bald guy. He gives me the shits.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, but we'll get into it. That one's coming next. Dot dot dot. And found episode five. We're moving through the season. I like these first eight episodes of season two, I, even if they're not amazing episodes. All of them, I like the kind of taily stuff that's happening. So excited to get into that. In the meantime, leave us a comment, a question. um... Anything you have in terms of um, uh, reviews on iTunes. Do we have iTunes? I think we do. Um, yes. We've got a website, all the social media, the stuff we do about at the end of every episode. Make sure you do it, or you will die. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> you, you heard it here first. So, pressure's on. Now we're getting <laughs> threatening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to kill you. It's just, it's going to happen. Um, so... Uh, yeah, keep an eye out on that Your de- impending death um, I might come to the funeral Depending on how many comments Okay, this is you the part where the you're
0: digging yourself a hole This is what Ben usually does So, knowing from experience I'll Stop threatening our listeners and close what, out
1: Well, Adam <laughs> Knowing from experience, Adam Gray will die now. I'm like, <laughs> Oh,
0: sorry <laughs> Knowing Adam. from experience that I dig myself a hole Gradually with what I start saying And end up talking about I don't know what, but like hashtag defending Kevin Spacey. So I think kind of like we need to just close this one out, Noah.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> don't die. <laughs> I'm sorry. We Is killed Roger stopped? Moore.
0: We can't do things like this.
1: <laughs> After we talked about Raj and the Pakistani stalk I've I've lost the plot on this episode. That was just too funny for me. Uh so in the next in the meantime. <laughs> My name is Noah, and have a cluckety-cluck-cluck day. Fuck
0: you, that was my closing.
1: Um... (laughs) I had a different one as well. I just saw it just in the screen just then. Give that to me quickly. Give that to me. What is it? Oh, I've lost it now. What was it? Um... No, I've lost it. Oh.
0: My name is Ben. And Something about food. My, my name is Bannon Nabblof. Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at OZNetwork.net.